Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After review, the play has been deemed a common foul on Donovan Mitchell. However, during the process of looking at it for a flagrant foul, we can go back and see if that precipitated. And because of that, Draymond Green delivers contact on the other end of the floor, and he'll be given a technical foul and ejected from the basketball game for a second technical foul. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson. We'll bring you into the locker room and hear from Coach Kerr and the players, highlights from the game, and J.D. will take your calls. Warriors Wrap-Up starts now. Yeah, wild scene as it does start now here from Chase Center. It's John Dickinson, 95.7 The Game, 888 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. 957-9570. That's the phone number to participate in the program. You can give me a call or shoot me a text. The Comcast Business text line is open, and we already have a few people that have chimed in with their thoughts on this one. It is a 118-110 to loss as the Cavaliers beat the Warriors tonight here inside Chase Center. So they walk out of this building 4-5 and five with two of their four wins against the Dubs in the last seven nights, and the Warriors now have lost two consecutive games for the first time this season as uh, they slip to 6-4 and four on the season. And a little bit of concern, I think, early uh, on the home floor. Warriors playing great on the road at 5-2, and two, and there's been a lot made of the fact that you know, this year isn't going to be like last year, and to this point on the road it hasn't been, and that's been a very good thing for the Warriors so far this season. But this team won 33 games at Chase Center last year, and I think the thought process coming into the season was improve significantly on the road record and be a similar team as to what the Warriors were at home this season. And with this six-game homestand getting off on a, on a losing note, uh, I do think there's a you know, nothing to panic about per se, uh, but you look at the one and two, and you start to think, well, uh, you know, is there going to be somewhat of an offset with, all right, this team's going to be better on the road. They've clearly already showed that, but maybe they're not going to quite be the 33-win type team that they were on the home floor a year ago. But yeah, wild scene, third quarter, 623 mark. And uh, the game had really gotten chippy, I thought, late second quarter and, and on into the third. I th- thought that the physicality of the Cavs, they were pretty physical 
in that second quarter where they outscored the Warriors 38-21, and I thought the Warriors were trying to push back a little bit in the third quarter, a quarter the Warriors ultimately won by 15 to trail by one going to the fourth quarter as Karis LeVert had the, the tip-in there at the end of the, the third quarter. Big night for Karis LeVert, uh, and uh, not as big a night for the Warriors' bench as as we have seen here in, in recent days where the, the bench had been able to, to really carry the freight. They did win the bench point battle tonight, did the Warriors, but uh, the Cavaliers had the best player uh, maybe in the game uh, offensively for them uh, come off of their bench in, in Karis LeVert. And it, it wasn't uh, the dominant you know, forceful performances that we've seen from the from the Warriors bench as they they did outscore Cleveland as I mentioned, but only by a 43 for uh, 31 margin because of Lavert being able to put up the the 22 and and you know, the Warriors have needed frankly the dominance in terms of bench play to win a lot of these games in the in the early going so a lot to get into a lot to sort out here as uh, it is the first of a back-to-back for the Warriors they're right back on the Chase Center hardwood tomorrow night with the Minnesota Timberwolves in town which is going to be the first of a two-game miniseries between the Dubs and the Warriors playing tomorrow night right back here 5:30, and then at seven o'clock on Tuesday night as the Warriors homestand rolls on here with Five more games to be played uh, with the Warriors getting off to the 0-1 start, now the 1-2 start overall. But yeah, wild scene. I know Steve Kerr spoke in his postgame press conference about what happened with the Draymond ejection. And I think they got the the Donovan Mitchell part correct as far as the, the common foul upon review. But just the odd nature of being able to go back multiple plays and assess a technical foul to Draymond Green for for really what was, let's be honest, a, a cheap shot on Mitchell. Now those two had been battling. Draymond had been had been you know going back and forth with the with the Cavs and, and Jarrett Allen really for the better part of of a quarter and a half to two quarters uh, of this game at the point in which everything came to a head. And this was right in the midst of the Warriors trying to work their way back in the game after they had gotten down seventeen late in quarter number two, and they were fighting their way back, really went on a run after the the ejection. But uh, the I didn't know the extent of the rule to the, that you could go back as far as, as they went back to be able to assess the technical foul. I did know that a foul that gets reviewed to where they are you know, trying to assess uh, you know, a, a potential altercation or when things get heated, uh, they are able to go back and look back at other incidents involving uh, the, you know, those two players if they are relatively recent. And so it, they did do that with Draymond. It was something that was missed in real time. And, and look, we can quibble about whether it's fair or unfair to be able to go back that far, but when you looked at it, it was all right. Yeah, Draymond clearly uh, on the on the prior play had hit him, uh, and and it was kind of a you know it was kind of a shot. Uh, and unfortunately, you know that's the downside of Draymond Green picking up a technical foul earlier in the game because he didn't get tossed for that. He got tossed because that triggered the second technical. So there's a lot, a lot of things going on here. You've got Mitchell. Lay in the foul that they review to see if there's a hostile act or if it's flagrant. 
they deem it's not, that triggers the review of, of what was going on between Draymond and between Donovan Mitchell. That ultimately gets Draymond a tech, which I think in and of itself is probably the appropriate call in that particular instance. But it's Draymond Green's second technical of the night because he had already picked up a technical earlier, and that means Draymond Green's got to hit the showers at the 623 mark of, of quarter number three. And that really left the Warriors, uh, although they did go on a run, uh, and outscore the Cavs 31-16 in in the third quarter uh, to to get to where they were down one. It was 17-8 after the ejection. So uh, you look at what the Warriors were, were able to. It was 14-8 up until that point, and then they hit them with another 17-8 after the Draymond Green ejection at 6:23 in the third. But down the stretch. The Cavs are a bigger team, again, not just in terms of the Jared Allens and not just in terms of the Evan Mobleys, but they are they're they're a, a long team. You know, they're they're a team that has wings, and so not having Draymond Green out there, I, I think is you know it cost him, it hurt him, and. And the Cavaliers were really able to to get out and and burn the Warriors. I thought a, a lot off of the Warriors misses and poor shooting in transition. So I, I know every time the Warriors lose, there's going to be a conversation, especially when they lose to a team with size, that it's all about size. And I know there's a lot of people out there, and I mentioned this Sunday, that are going to say, you got to go get a big, you got to go to get, get a big and all that. I don't really think that's a big part of the story tonight. Uh, I, I think you know if Dre, the, the Warriors have said, and I'll just put this out there once, the, the Warriors believe that the combination of Kevon Looney and Dario Saric and Trace Jackson Davis, and Draymond Green basically is their fourth center and a guy that's going to finish a lot of games at the center spot. That is good enough and and better than anybody, all four of those players in their own way, better than anybody that the Warriors could pick up off the scrap heap at this particular point in time and add them to the roster specifically for nights where they play teams that are bigger. I, I really didn't think that was the story of tonight. Uh, I thought the story of tonight was points off turnovers. First and foremost, points off turnovers. Warriors turned it over 20 times, 20 times tonight for as well as the Warriors had been not turning the basketball over early on in the season. 20 turnovers for Golden State and the Cavs were able to score 32 points off those turnovers. That, that's, the, that's the game right there. Uh, and you know, in the ugly second quarter to boot. Now, the Warriors made up nearly for the entire second quarter in the third quarter, but they dug a hole, which was 17, and it's tough to get yourself out of that hole. The Warriors did, but then they were going to have to finish it shorthanded because Draymond wasn't going to be out there. So 8 at 8 9570 Comcast Business Text Line open as well. And I think you know, the other... Big thing just right off the top. Turnovers was the first thing I jotted down. The the lack of secondary scoring. I mean, Steph Curry had 30 and three quarters in this game. Didn't shoot it well, as it turns out. 9 of 24, 4 of 14, 3. But Klay Thompson goes for 14, Andrew Wiggins 13, and those are the number two and number three scores for the Warriors on this night. Jonathan Kaminga, another... Kind of ineffective 12. Like Kaminga's getting his 10 to 12 every night, but it's a lot of two of sevens. It's a lot of four of 12s. It's it's a lot of 
uh, you know, free throws with poor shooting and field goal percentage uh, to boot. And you know, I, I thought Kaminga was more active tonight than maybe he's been, but really active in getting to the free throw line, and, and, and that's about it. But I'm not putting this on Kaminga. You know, th- this the, the 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 secondary scoring thing is something to monitor. And the reason the Warriors have been able to win without the secondary scoring is because they've had players up and down the box score have the ability to pitch in with 10, 12, 15, and there's been a number of those, and then their benches have dominated opposing teams' benches. And that's been the the offset and why the Warriors have been able to, to, to overcome it, but couldn't completely overcome the bad second quarter, couldn't overcome the 32 points off of 20 turnovers, and then you look at uh, the Draymond ejection as, as part of, of this thing as well. And uh, the Warriors now looking at one and two uh, here at Chase Center. And the Timberwolves are coming in to face the Warriors tomorrow night and on Tuesday night. And the Timberwolves are off to a, a really nice start, albeit at home, but a really nice start to, to this season for them is, is they're going to roll into the Bay Area here for the next two coming in at, at six and two. The loss dips the Warriors to six and four. That's good enough to be fifth right now in the Western Conference playoff race uh, early on in the year. Again, still too early to really look too significantly at the at the standings, but you do want to keep tabs at who's in front of you and who's kind of right around where you are among the, the, the favorites. The Warriors still are ahead of Sacramento and ahead of the Lakers and ahead of Phoenix as far as their start behind Denver. Dallas and Minnesota, also Houston, has jumped them now. Kind of crazy when you think uh, of that, but uh, really, it's it's you're really comparing the Warriors, I think, to Denver, Phoenix, the Lakers, and maybe even Sacramento. They they had struggled, but have now won a couple of games without De'Aaron Fox uh, after they lost a couple of games without De'Aaron Fox. So it's really those teams, I think, that that you kind of look. All right, where are the Warriors at? It's a little early to know what Houston is. Oklahoma City's kind of in that in that mix as well, but uh, yeah, Warriors. Need to fix the secondary scoring problem, I, I think, without a doubt. And tonight was a night where turnovers uh, were an issue, although turnovers top to bottom have not been a huge issue for the Warriors so far this season. All right, 888-957-9570. Let's go to Tony and Alameda on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Tony. Uh, good evening. Thank you for taking my call. Okay, yeah. I know we have turnovers issue, but it was a close game, okay? Uh, when Green... He just got really, really ejected there. That turns everything around, okay? And I don't know what kind of rules in that when you can go back like 500 million years ago and say, hey, look, you did this wrong. And then they say, okay, you got your second uh, ejection, or you're out. And I never heard that before. And I think uh, the, the coach, they uh, told him to do that, and they already know the rules. Uh, okay, and that that's really turns everything around. Also, you know, Mobley, Allen, and Garland, and Levert, they took us apart there. And the bottom line here, we need big. We need big, you know, Mobley and Allen, those two guys just ate us alive there. Okay, and one thing, Wigan. This guy, he needs, he needs to wake up. I haven't seen him yet. He's a real Wigan yet, okay? Clay, he's not Clay, okay? And Looney, he needs to get up there and more, be more aggressive, rebound. 
I, I think it's more it's, it's more like a scare down below now. So it's bottom line, it's it's the worst in a way, but then again in the green situation, I'm really pissed off on that. Fair enough. I appreciate it, Tony. Uh, you know, I again in in Draymond, you know, much like in, in Sacramento last year in the playoffs, he gets ejected and then it's a, uh, you know, he's running around and he's yelling at the crowd and he's you trying to get the the team fired up and, and look, it did bring some juice to the to the building. Uh, you know, maybe squawking at Mitchell a little bit. The Warriors in the immediate aftermath went on a seventeen to eight run, so it didn't stop their momentum. Where it hurt them though was not having Draymond Green in the fourth quarter. And the Cavs wind up outscoring the Warriors 34-27, and they needed Draymond to be able to to bang. You know, as small as he is, a small ball center, he's still one of the Warriors' best, if not their best, bangers. Uh, interesting point on Looney. Looney hasn't quite been effective early this year. Also, he's had a couple of good games against Sabonis, but other than that, he hasn't quite been as effective as consistently. I think his as as we're all used to, to seeing him. But again, I keep coming back to the, the secondary scoring on a night like tonight and the turnovers. I mean, you got to put the turnovers, I think, at the top. But you know, Levert was the one that killed To me, it was more about the attacking, putting your head down and attacking uh, on the on the interior. Mobley put his head down a couple of times and he got the ball. He did hurt the Warriors, I, I thought, on, on the inside. Uh, Cavs did have a, a 50 to 34 points in the paint advantage overall, but to me it was more the the missed shots or turnovers that turned into fast break opportunities, and I thought the Cavs really ran the ball down the Warriors' throat at, at times. And so that that was to me the bigger problem was the the inability uh, for the Warriors to to stop the penetration and stop the the slashing and and Lavert ends up you know second high man on the floor tonight in terms of points after Curry with twenty two and was a plus twenty three you know Dean Wade out there using his six fouls in sixteen minutes he's a plus twenty in in the game. Uh, tonight, but it was and, and hit a couple of huge threes before he he fouled out that proved to be real imp- important ones. But yeah, the the transition defense I thought was a lot of the paint points, and and that was the case on Sunday when the Cavaliers were were able to to hand the Warriors a, a loss that that snapped their five game losing streak, and now the Cavs have, have beaten Golden State here for the second time in a week, and and that's going to be it for the season series between these two teams. As you look at some of the notes from this one, uh, the last time the Cavs won both games against the Warriors in, in a regular season series, 2009-2010. So go back to LeBron James in what was LeBron James' last season in Cleveland before he left to Miami and then eventually came back to Cleveland. That was the last time the Warriors got swept in a season series with you know, Mike Brown coaching them at that point, the, the Cavaliers. Uh, Warriors had an eight-game winning streak in the Bay against the Cavs, and, and yeah, the Cavs hadn't won a regular season game against the Warriors since 2016, uh, but they win two here in, in less than a week, and the first time that the Cavs have won a chase, or in the Bay, I should say, because there were some games played at uh, Oracle, but, uh, yeah, won a regular season road game uh, against the Warriors. The last time Cleveland did that was back in March of 2014 over at, at Oracle. Uh, so they hadn't won in the regular season at Chase in the young history and didn't win the last handful of games there and lost a lot of finals games uh, there as well. 
uh, although they did have the big Game 7 win over at Oracle in, in 2016, but a much different squad, obviously, for the Cavaliers uh, right now. 888-957-9570, Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. It's John Dickinson with you as the Cavs beat the Dubs 118-110. to Warriors now 6-4. and Cleveland 4-5, and five, and the Warriors got to play better at home. That's the other overarching theme, I think, in, in this one for Golden State is you know the three home games, not to, to make too much of it because it's such a, a small sample size, but really the three home games, the Warriors have not played particularly well offensively in, in any of, of the games. They, they ground out a win against Sacramento on the Clay Thompson jumper. Uh, they put up 104 in the opener and shot 35% and, and 10 of 43 from three. So the, the Warriors have not offensively been a good enough team so far uh, on uh, on the season in, inside Chase Center. Yeah, 104 against the Suns, 35% shooting. They did end up shooting 48%. Against Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Sacramento, but only 102. That game was for the most part a slog. And then tonight, you look at it, and the Warriors uh, do score 110, but it was a you know, 41% shooting, 34% on on threes. Uh, the Warriors did win the three-point battle, but but all of the extra uh, points that the Cavs were able to get off turnovers is what proved to be the difference uh, in in this game with Cleveland putting up 32 off of the 20 turnovers. Again, turnovers hadn't been a problem for the Warriors, but a problem uh, for them tonight. And, uh, you know, the Warriors wind up losing this one 118-110. to All right, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Let's go ahead and hear a couple of minutes from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, and then we will come back and we will get to uh, a couple of our sponsored 
features of the night. We'll get our uh, extending the three-point line and also our hardest working player of the game. As uh, First, though, we hear from the head coach. Explanation on the review of a foul that Draymond got fouled and then how far can they look back and, and how do they explain all things to explain his ejection? Said, uh, that he got a technical for elbowing Mitchell a couple plays before maybe. So I had never heard of this rule, but apparently you can retroactively call a technical on someone from two plays before upon review. I, did, I had no idea. So um, there's lots of plays I'd like to go back to from three years ago. And, you know, I don't know. It was bizarre. Steve, what do you think is going on with the uh, offense at home? It feels like shots aren't really falling. Is it, just, is it that simple? Well, it's not, not, not exactly a big sample size. This was our what, third home game, I think. Um, it, felt, it felt sluggish tonight. Sometimes you come back from these um, trips or being, being away for a while, and, and uh, there's a little sluggishness. Um, this team uh, puts a lot of pressure on us, you know, with, um, at the point of attack with Garland and Mitchell, the penetration, and then the, um, you know, Mobley and Allen uh, with their shot blocking. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's been a tough matchup. You know, both times we've played them, they've really taken it to us and dominated the game. So, uh, we'll bounce back. Um, we know we have to be better. We've got to sharpen up, sharpen up our our offense in particular. But felt like we reverted to our uh, fouling ways. You know, I think uh, they they shot forty three free throws. You know, we've been a little bit better early on, but this looked like last year just fouling way too often, and it's hard to get into an offensive rhythm when the other team's shooting free throws every time. Steve, 20 turnovers for 32 points. Just what did you see kind of causing uh, all this? I, I thought it was their defense more than carelessness. I thought their defense was really good. You know, they were n- number one in the league last year for a reason. They put on a lot of pressure. They have shot blocking at the rim. I thought um, I thought Cleveland played great. What was the emphasis to start that third quarter? There was a push by you guys, even after Draymond uh-huh. gets ejected. It keeps kind of keeps going. What were you? Was it motion? Was it more movement on offense? What, what were you? It was more with? emotion. It was more uh, force. We we came out. That's the first time, literally all season, that that first unit has looked right, and it's it just because of the energy that they all brought. Um, Sometimes you forget how hard it is to win a game in the NBA. You know, it really is hard um, because everybody's got a lot of talent. And um, they just outplayed us in the first half. They were more physical. They were quicker to the ball. So our guys uh, responded to that, and that's what led to that great third quarter was our we got our energy right, um, our spirit right. And, uh, and that was great to see, but it, it, it has to happen from the beginning. Yeah, has to happen for the beginning, and uh, some some choice comments. Uh, I thought a couple of things there it was spot on on the fouling. That was something that that we hadn't mentioned here on the show too much as of yet, but uh, potential positive for that starting unit. Uh, first time this year, as Steve Kerr says that they they looked right uh, as they came out and, and got the jump before Draymond ultimately gets ejected from the game. Uh, had the number on it that was a fourteen to eight start for the Warriors, and then it was 17-8 after Draymond got ejected. So basically 14-8 in the first half of the quarter, Draymond ejected, 17-8 in the second half of, of the quarter. But, yeah, the, the starters looked more like last year, and, and, yeah, after a sluggish 
first half and kind of getting pushed around by the Cavs, as we talked about at the top of the show. Warriors fought back and brought some emotion into the game. And I think, you know, that emotion caused some of the back and forth between Mitchell and Draymond. And Draymond winds up uh, seeing himself uh, get ejected. And, uh, yeah, the other note is just the, it's that 20-point note. Dario Saric scored 20 at OKC in the Dario Saric revenge game back, what, a week ago last night. And he is the only Warrior player to hit for 20, and nobody's gone over 20 other than Stephen Curry uh, so far this season. So the offense does need to get figured out. The Warriors have to figure out the secondary. Uh, who, who the number one and number or the number two and the number three players are going to be for them. Uh, and tonight, uh, I do think uh, you know Wiggins is slowly maybe coming around a little bit. Uh, to, you know, 13 points, but not shooting the free three well. Missed a couple of free throws. Had three uh, turnovers, and a couple of them were really bad ones. I know that the Cavs' defense does deserve some credit, but some of those turnovers were really bad ones uh, tonight for for Andrew Wiggins and and Clay Thompson. Uh, just reading a tweet from from Tim Kawakami from over in the press conference room. Uh, Clay Thompson told reporters that this was probably his worst game of the season. And I think that's that's probably true. I mean, this was a 5 of 16 and three turnovers himself. And, yeah, the Warriors just looked like they, they didn't have a whole, whole lot of energy. Uh, Cavs are a tough matchup. Cavs have size. Cavs have length. And I think the, the penetration was the other key point there from the, the Steve Kerr press conference. The penish, the penetration of Mitchell and Garland and Lavert, like they're constantly putting pressure on the perimeter, and I think that's where the Warriors broke down. I think that's what led to all the fouls, and with it looking uh, an awful lot like last year. All right, uh, final couple of minutes here, as it is a back to back, so we'll uh, we'll wrap things up relatively quickly and uh, get you on into your Sunday, and then right back tomorrow, four thirty for Warriors Live, right back here at Chase, Warriors and the Minnesota Timberwolves with another 5.30 tip-off, and then uh, we'll be on after the ballgame, breaking that one down and just uh, seeing where the Warriors are at. I mean, these games are, are all big games now for, for Golden State as you look at uh, you know not, wanting to make the, the positive start on the road and the positive start overall stand up. You know that's not going to happen if you start dropping home games uh, with with some some regularity. And the Warriors are relatively healthy right now. They had all of their top thirteen available to play. Uh, you can have thirteen active for for game night, and uh, the inactives were Guy Santos and the three two way players. So that that makes a lot of sense. And so you you know you got to be a little better than than you no know, six and four uh, if you're going to be healthy. Uh, to this point, because you know you're going to have to play it at some point uh, without uh, the, the the full ability to, to to have your health with you. All right, couple of things here. Let's get to our extending the three point line for tonight. Pass deflected, stolen away by Draymond. Underhand to Curry in transition. Doesn't have numbers, but he says I'm open. Takes a dribble and hits a three right in front of the Cavalier bench. The Warriors are back in business, and JB Bickerstaff wants a timeout. Yeah, Stephen Curry there. Great to hear Tim Roy back on the call here tonight on 95.7. The game that 
you're extending the three-point line. It's got to be Steph. Another night for him where he hits four or more three-pointers as Stephen Curry has done that now in each and every game still on the season. Steph ends up with the the four three-pointers tonight, uh, four of 14, though, so not one of his better shooting games to this point in the season, but that is your extending the three-point line brought to you by West Coast Men's Health, successfully treating men for ED and chronic pain. Visit westcoastmenshealth.com. All right, before we call it a night, our hardest worker of the game, which is brought to you by Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who knows, uh, who works hard to serve the community. Are you looking for a career in law enforcement? If you are, you can learn more about job opportunities at joinacso.com for more information. And uh, tonight's hardest worker of the night for Golden State, uh, another tough call uh, in this game for the Warriors. Uh, not a lot of great bench contributions uh, in this game tonight. Uh, and you know, I, I'm tempted to make it Pajemski. Uh, in, in this one, uh, he found his way in the game, hustled around a, a little bit, picked up a couple of uh, uh, picked up a steal before it was uh, mop up duty uh, in, in this one, and found his way late third quarter, early fourth quarter in the in the rotation for for the Warriors uh, in this one, and, and and he was working hard. Just not a great night all, all in all. Uh, for a lot of the Warriors players uh, on the bench. Kaminga didn't do much other than get to the free throw line uh, in this one. And, uh, yeah, you know, Wiggins still a minus 13, even though he had maybe statistically one of his better nights. But uh, we'll, we'll make Brandon Pajemski the hardest worker of the night. Uh, he and Tr- Trace Jackson Davis both playing in Santa Cruz last night and available tonight. Jackson Davis only uh, five minutes of action. Pajemski played eight, and so we'll make him – uh, the hardest worker of the night brought to you by the Alameda County Sheriff's Office, who works hard to serve the community. Again, acso.com for more information. All right, that'll do it. Uh, we'll reconvene tomorrow here from Chase Center, uh, 4.30 with Warriors Live, and then the Warriors with the first of what will be two against the Timberwolves tomorrow. That is a 5.30 tip uh, right here on 95.7 The Game. And, uh, I'll be on uh, after uh, overtime uh, tomorrow. After overtime, uh, of course, the 49ers are playing in Jacksonville, and uh, Sterling Bennett and, and Mark Grandy, they're going to be on reacting to that game as soon as it goes final, probably right around 1 o'clock. And then those guys are going to be rolling from 1 until 4.30, talking 49ers football. And then uh, I will be with you at 4.30 with Warriors Live. And then Tim and Tom with the call right here on 95.7 The Game. So thanks to Sterling Bennett. Thanks to Mark Grandy putting in uh, a big-time long day today and another long day tomorrow. Uh, Everybody else in our San Francisco studios. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4.30 from Chase. But keep it locked right here on 95.7 The Game for uh, all your 49er coverage as well uh, once that game goes final with uh, Sterling and Grandy and then the Dubs and the Timberwolves to go right here in the evening. So full day of Bay Area sports. Keep it locked here on 95.7 The Game. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Cavs beat the Warriors 118-110, to and you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Good night. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.